Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody, to hey, the hey. Cult Classics Podcast. Uh, spooky edition. Yep, welcome to our spooky season. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cameron Jones here, as always, with Mark Nussel. Jordan Jones. Uh, we're keeping it light uh, to the start of our spooky season. We're keeping it with the laughs. We're going to the 1990 stoner comedy, Idle Hands. Uh, so Idle Hands, it's a stoner Halloween comedy. This is a scary movie, there are deaths, but this this definitely leans more on the jokey side of it. This isn't a scary movie per se. I'd say an underrated stoner flick. It, it definitely it is, is a stoner <laughs> film. As usual, marijuana saves an otherwise disastrous day. So the basic plot of this movie, our lead character Anton is the laziest person in the world. So lazy that his hand becomes possessed by a demon that forces him to go on a killing spree against his will. Starring Devin Sawa, Seth Green, Eldon Henson, Jessica Alba, Vivica A. Fox. With the help of his friends Mick and Penub, he goes on a quirky adventure to try to stop his murderous hand from killing his friends, family, and his love interest, Molly. Idle hands are the devil's playground. It's got weed, it's got 90s references, it has it has Seth Green at his peak performance. Idle hands. Idle hands. This is this a cult classic? Is this a cult classic? I would argue yes, because I always argue that stoner movies are usually cult classics. I actually think this. Cult movie, check. It's got a bunch of tropes. Stoner flick. Genre horror flick. B-list movie stars. But it's not a classic. Because nobody knows it. No one remembers it. That is, I mean, that seriously, is true. the reason we're doing this is because I watched it a bunch in high school and I like it. I will say it is a cult movie. Uh, as I'll probably say in every category of this movie, uh, it's something that I always caught in syndication. And that's usually a good uh, indicator of like some sort of... Maybe not a cult classic, but I mean a classic because it catches a large audience. Does this fit into your... like? Um your horror stoner kind of like uh friday the 13th kind of vibes is it in that type of category no, or this is, is it this in is, like- it's closer to a scream but not it's even more than that closer though. to scary movie than it is to no friday it's, the 13th? it's closer to this is the end which is like a modern ver- like kind of one of these where it is like uh where, where it's like over the top funny more so than scary but in maybe it's not a parody it's no. just a comedy i think it's just a horror comedy so scream Maybe Zombieland ish. That's maybe more of a Cabin comedy. in the Woods. That's very yeah. That's, Cabin in the Woods. That's very feels winky. Like a good that's very winky though. Into the genre though. Whereas this is just kind of like a scary movie. Well, this is itself like it's a scary movie. It's like a scary comedy, but it is just a stoner it's movie. Yeah, this stoner one's movie. leaning on the pot. Yeah, which though, which, which I'm gonna argue in the end for my vote. That makes it a that makes it a cult. I think it's movie. more stoner movie than it is horror movie, and I know that's saying I agree a with lot. That. It's a good stoner movie. I think it's an underrated stoner movie. I got to sneeze, and it's going to happen a lot. I'm sorry. Yeah. Cover your fucking mouth. Yeah, for real. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in the age no, of corona here. I had to make here. sure I had it. This is my mic. Just letting you know. This is my house. My apartment. Say, this is our air. Air. Um, so air. Final, final votes, what do we think? Cold classic? Yeah, thumbs up. Cold movie. I'm, okay, I'll agree with that. Cold movie. This cult is movie. definitely a cult movie. For the spooky seasons, this is it a Halloween movie? What? It's uh, Is it a Halloween movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they go to a Halloween dance. If you Set go, to, if Halloween. there's a Halloween dance, if there's a Halloween party involved in the movie, it's a Halloween movie. Yeah, I agree. Pumpkin heads, jack o' lanterns. Yeah, parents are dead in there. Costume parties, costume prizes. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to cast and crew.
Alrighty, cast and crew. Uh, starting off, we've got Devin Sawa. Heard that name before on this podcast. He uh, plays Anton Tobias. Uh, he was very recently in our Final Destination. Uh, but even more recently. Even more. Oh recently. shit! Yeah, I forgot. In uh, the for the kids' movie, football. What was it? Little, oh, Little Giants. Little Giants. Little Giants. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Ooh. Uh Seth Green's also in the movie. Actually, funny, we haven't heard this name on the podcast before. He plays Mick, the stoner, maybe drug dealer friend. Actually, Love him. kind of surprising he hasn't come up yet. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Uh, I know him from Robot Chicken, Austin Powers. There's probably other Those are the big, big ones. ones. Voice of not Stewie Griffin, but the other Griffin. Oh, yeah, uh, Chris. Chris, Chris Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, the weird froggy noise is now a cough drop in Jordan's throat. Well, mouth, sorry. We, it's a give or take, guys. You want them sneezing all over the place, yeah. or do we? Hey, guys, remember all the guff I used to get for all the rickle, 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 rickle. The difference rickle. is, I'm gonna try to keep it quiet, and you are like, you eat those like candies. I do eat them like candies. He still does. I'll try uh, to keep it okay, quiet. moving on. We have Eldon Henson as Pnub. I don't know if he's come up before. Actually, one, I don't think they say his name in the movie, but Pnub. They do. They, they do say it all the time. And is it's, it Pnub? It's like, it's like it's, a silent it's, P. It's, it's Sometimes Pnub. it's a little more P. Pnub. It's Pnub. I really paid attention on my second viewing because it was annoying me, and I had the caption. It's, it's Pnub. You'll know him as like, the original yeah. Bash brother. Yeah, he's Fulton on uh, Fulton. Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Original Bash bro. Uh, Jessica Alba plays Molly. Easy. Sort of the eye candy of the of the flick. I'm trying to think of what else I really know Jessica Alba from. Sin but, City for me. Yeah, I guess Sin City. I mean, like I know uh, I know uh, who Fantastic Jessica, Four. Yeah, actually, Fantastic Four is like I kind of think are maybe the bigger movie. I get. Sin City's probably her biggest Jessica movie. Alba. Yeah, she was in that movie yeah. with um, who's your guys who's, who's your guy from uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, no, the, sorry, he's my guy though. The Fast and the Furious movies. Paul Walker. Yeah, weren't they in something called like Deep Blue or something? That sounds sim. Yes, familiar. Two very good-looking people in swimsuits a lot, deep diving for gold. Yeah, that sounds great. Looking that up tonight. <laughs> uh, we've got <laughs> we've got Vivica A. Fox. She plays Debbie Liquor. Another. It's just liquor. Liquor. It's, it's, uh, that, it's that, a bit. It's that, a bit. But yeah, yeah, that I'll get to that later. Actually, have a comment on that. Um, again, another kind of. I don't exactly know what I know Vivica A. Fox from. I just know her in Independence things. Day. Oh yeah, I guess Independence that's. Our biggest movie. Uh, it's actually a discussion point I want to make. She's in a bunch of movies in the '90s, but she, she, it doesn't feel like she got her starring role. I agree. Ever got it? She was there. Seemed like she was going to be bigger, and then just kind of wasn't. Unfortunately, she's in Kill Bill, Independence oh, yeah, Day, Kill Bill, Kill Bill, Kill Bill, Independence Day are probably the big ones for me. Booty Call, Soul Food, bunch of movies from like '93 to Empire, I think I saw that she was in. I think she's probably doing TV work now, which happens, you know. Uh, Sean Whalen plays one of the uh, cops. Hold it up. Hold it up for him right from, now. If you listen to our podcast, well, you, you know that... Are you doing that thing you do thing? Yeah. Well, just I love that guy. Okay. If, you, if you've listened to us before, Jordan is a, a advocator for this actor, I guess. He just really appreciates his oh, work. Oh, Twister. He's, uh, we did Twister, too. He's oh, yeah. Twister. He's in Twister. True. We've got two of the great extra featured extra actors in this movie of the, the mid to late 90s. True. We also have uh, the diner owner from Blast from the Past in this. It works in the uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a oh yeah. Uh, uh, Slotnik. Joey Slotnick. Joey Slotnick. He plays the Jungle Burger manager. Yep. You may recognize him from our episode of Blast from the Past. He is the soda jerk son who becomes a burnt out hippie <laughs> cult leader. Also in Twister, isn't he? Yes, he is. These guys are just made to be in a van. Van guys. <laughs> van guys. Love it. Uh, Fred Willard is another big one. He plays the dad. Which Didn't I found out so much. this time because I've never seen the beginning. It's great. I'll just quickly say this we already did our r.i.p episode we did um our be- our favorite fred willard our favorite you know just a highlight in them this is an example 
playing the dad and here's this is why fred willard's awesome because he just shows up yep <laughs> he's in he shows up whatever it is it's good what the hell's it it's cornucopia. a little quirky i love it you know, actually, just a quick shout out to him. One of my favorite part of Fred Willard in this, it's when the wife's like, uh, did you blow out the candles? And he pauses for a second. Yes. It just goes to bed. He knowingly just leaves us and goes to bed. That's such like a that. dad move. Yeah. Just, oh, be, yeah. just the slight pause, which is clearly the no. And then just being like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. But here's, here's, here's the pause. Don't ask me a rhetorical question if you don't want me to That's lie. Very, it's very passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah, you know I didn't. I don't know. Uh, that's just me <laughs> who else we got um, we've got Jack Noseworthy nothing too noteworthy oh, <laughs> I'm sorry I've been, I've been planning that you one for a little weeks golf clap. I liked it thanks, 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 came thanks. prepared Not really. uh, he played Randy like the character like the role, don't know the guy. Don't know. Really, yes. th- there's not too many other people besides the cameos that I want to get to, uh, mm-hmm. other than Christopher Hart, who played the hand. He's he's like a famous magician, but he also did other handwork. He's done handwork before. I assume he's got to be other done hand. If you look jobs. at his IMDb, nice. <laughs> is that like other hand? Mark, jobs. just the material. Yeah, and today. it's it's on top of it. Uh, if you look at his IMDb, it is him holding his hands like David Bowie would in the labyrinth. Essentially, is how he's presenting his IMDb picture. That's Can I ask if he amazing. did play this role? Was he in Adam's Family? Yeah, he was the Adam's Family. Okay, just, just he was in Adam's Family. He was not in Evil Dead 2. It may have been before he broke. I bet it's a role he's like, if I had a time machine, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. The one that got away, huh? Uh, did we already touch on the director? Because I feel that's pretty much the whole cast. This is a pretty tight-knit cast, though, which is nice. We'll touch. I'll just say the director's name again. Director Rodman Flender. He also did Leprechaun 2. Uh, a random Conan O'Brien documentary and The Unborn. So nothing that genre I... genre guy, just working. Nothing too checks. notable for me. Yeah. Um, that's all I had for cast and crew, unless anybody had... Um, We've got some fun unverified you guys should tune into. Yes. Tune just in. around the corner. Tune in shortly. Uh, let's move on to... Unverified. Unverified. <laughs> Fuck it, let's <laughs> go. Let's do it. Let's not keep the people waiting. Let's Should we get, just do the cameos now, or do we actually want to keep the people yeah, waiting? Yeah, let's just get to him. Mark, yeah. name your cameo. Mine's Tom DeLong. Yeah, he's in the restaurant. For he, maybe a half a second. second. It's he, crazy short. He's, he's the employee at the drive-thru window that um, Alton, not Alton, what's Anton? Anton. Anton comes up to and uh, says, hey, it's time for your break. break and time, he's like, right. oh, cool, and just goes away. And that's Tom DeLong. I Tom DeLong's the uh, guitar, former guitar player from Blink-182, founding member. Uh, former lead singer of... Angels and Airwaves. And current crazy psycho guy that works with the government and no, discovers no, aliens. No, no, It's true. Sorry. He's not um, here to defend himself. And current consultant with the government. And- aliens exist. All right. Uh, there is the other cameo that is just the band at the end is The Offspring, if you didn't know that. Um, Even rewatching I it, I didn't know it in real time. Do you know why that's more of a cameo, though? Because he gets like his scalp ripped off, so he at least went through a couple hours of makeup, probably. So I'm going to say that's a roll. Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't have been, been able to like point that out, but I'm like, oh, I know that's an Offspring song, but like, is that well, o- is I, that the Offspring? Yeah, it's the Offspring. No, no, that's what I, like I said. That's I'm like, I know that's like a, the Offspring song, but like, definitely sound. You can is hear that the, the sound. actual band. Other than the lead singer, though, I don't know what any of them look like, and I don't exactly know what he looks like. I turns just, out it is. He usually sticks with that spiked hair look. Kyle Gass like is also at the Jungle Burger. Is he? Oh, really? Yeah, a I didn't know that. Kyle Gass. Is he a customer? I think he's a worker. Awesome. Uh, Kyle Gass from Tenacious D. 
Uh, more unverified. Unless we have any more. Uh, I'm also out of cameos. Oh. Duke, Duke the dog, Rhodesian Ridgeback. Oh, I did see that. He was a <laughs> he was a dog in one other movie though. What was it? Road Trip. Road Trip. He's the dog from Road Trip. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a comedy dog. Funny guy. Check out Road Trip. It's, Funny dog. It's fine. Duke. Uh, this is just kind of random. Uh, Jack Noseworthy, uh, Randy, and not too Katie, noteworthy to me. Ka- Katie Wright, <laughs> Tanya. Uh, they didn't know, but they were half siblings. But they found that out on set. What? I don't know. Just, like, like, like what? what does that conversation go like? Wait, what's your who's name your again? Dad? <laughs> yeah, hey, who's your dad? <laughs> My dad. Uh, yeah, I that's, assume that's it's their dad, weird. right? It's <laughs> yeah. got to be through their through the dad. Can't be through a mom, right? Uh, this, this is kind it's of matriarchal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I don't get. I don't get that one exactly. I don't get that one. Uh, this is and fun, that though. made them making out on set real awkward. <laughs> I'm just joking. I mean, that's how you found out. It's like, oh no, oh, not oh, again. Oh. Hey, by the way, I need to tell you something. Uh, this this is a fun one. Uh, it was filmed on the same neighborhood as Halloween in 1978, and Solid. also the uh, the gym where the Halloween dance is is the same uh, gym from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Jawbreaker. So just a little more tie-ins to horror. Never seen Jawbreaker. Uh, I did forever ago. Don't remember. So why though? Like, is that just neighborhood? Is it a fake neighborhood? Like, yeah, it's what just is- probably lots. Just probably on lots. It's probably just. That's on really lots. probably That's not that fun of a fact. I'm sure it's been used for many things, but but, so, it's still fun. but you know what? Some wrote it down on IMDb, and I took the time to copy and paste it. That's all we asked for. I only have really one more semi-interesting one: uh, the dish soap gag that Anton did when he, like he ate the bologna sandwich, realized like the knife he used for the mayo is like covered in blood. Spits the sandwich out, tries to wash his mouth out with soap. I guess he actually squirted dish soap into his mouth, and I like I saw that. I'm like, damn. I wonder if that's just some sort of like like tasty solution that he's using. Oh, turns no, out just, it's just he was just dawn. Just, just dawn. Gross. Um, I have something. I, I don't know if I should save this for question, comment, or animosity, but it's something for you to think about. And I'll no, I'll save it. Um, well, now I'm curious. You guys want to hear it? This is just something for you guys to think about. <laughs> sure. Uh, Jessica Alba was 17 when they made this movie. Oh, yeah. thanks a lot. Well, I was 15 when I saw it, so I was okay with it at the time. She's playing a high schooler. True. Now, I can't take it back. I feel uncomfortable. The fact they have her in her underwear so much, and I'm like, yeah. It, oh, that's what I'll get to it in um, question comments, just because I have things to say about that. But um, do you guys want to hear why the name is like Mick and Penub? Sure. Okay, so this is kind of a long-winded one, but it's based off the Eddie Murphy skit where he plays Buckwheat, and apparently it's just like, looking for love. Yeah, it's literally places. just like, Penub, looking Penub, so Penub, and then I forget why Mick's name is. If you say Mick and Penub quickly, it almost sounds Mick the same, I guess. Mick and Penub. Are you serious? That's actually... And that's, that's why their names that's are Mick and Penub. wild. Mick and Penub. Uh, also just kind it of makes a, sense now, and now I'll remember the name. <laughs> Uh, also, just a weird uh, connection. Anton's name is named after Anton LaVey, who is the founder of the uh, Church of Satan. Just a little weird nice. tie there. <coughs> Excuse me. Bad fact. That was why I coughed. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, very, very good. Fun thing to look out for next time. Uh, so Actually, this is a funny scene. When, uh, De- when Anton first realizes that the killer's in the house, even though he doesn't know he is the killer. Spoiler alert. Uh, when he's pushing the dog out in front of him, uh, apparently the uh, dog has a red rocket. I uh, didn't catch it when I saw it, but I did just read it in the, the, the uh, IMDb notes. But. I will look out for that next time. Kyle Gass and a red rocket. Oh, you're kinky, huh? Oh, I have uh, something to say about that. We'll get to that. Can't wait. Uh, that's all I have for facts. You guys have anything else? No. I thought I was going to be the one to break Tom DeLong to you guys. Uh, it, was, uh, it was it was pretty up, high up in the IMDb. But you, I, did you... 
catch it though? I mean, did you know that? I rewatched it. I re- I did my notes, then I rewatched and I did catch it, but I didn't just. I didn't watch, know it was Tom just, just watching. No, in, been, in like, real time. It's such a small part. There's no way. Like my head. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> I can't. I, I'm bad at it. It's the extent of my time to long. Uh, what do we move on to next? Do we want to do favorite aspect? Listen to talk to the government. I've seen things. That's my Tom DeLonge. <laughs> God damn it. I, it's not my fault. He did it to us. No, that's all. <laughs> Let's move on to likes and favorite aspects. Likes and favorite aspects. I'll tell you my favorite aspect of the movie now in comparison to when I was younger. Okay. Great Seth Green role. I would 100% I think he stole the movie. That. He he's actually hilarious. The scene him, with him and Panub. 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 Damn it! That's why people hate You'll never forget him it. and Panub. I think it's an Make underrated. I think it's an underrated stoner buddy flick between those two. Especially the scene when like they're realizing that Anton's the killer, and he's like breaking. Like OJ got off, and like that whole thing is like them piecing together the T-shirt fits on Anton. Like, dude, I think the killer wore your shirt. That all yeah, seems they're, funny. they're like one like sidekick, like. Put together. Combined, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, you have to have both of them together. And I know this is kind of, he's, Seth Green in this movie is playing characters that he often plays a sarcastic one line mm-hmm. machine, but he kills it. He knocks it out of the park. Majority of things that he says are funny, especially when they describe that they're like, fuck it, we're coming back. Their character's really funny. They had good one off the cuff lines. I really enjoyed it. Like, just every time they came late to a situation, they're like, well, fuck you then. Kind of thing. Like, those always played for me. They, they're they were just kind of funny. bickering towards each other. Like, And the evolution of Penub's head, getting tape backed on, going to the dance, making out with people. You gotta have the gimmicks there, but I do. But have, it worked. Yeah, it's fun. It, it's fun. Um, even though we watched this with. Like commercials, and it kind of felt a little longer. It was an easy watch. Yeah, and by commercials, we we watched it for free on Pluto TV. Yeah. Did you guys hear about Lemonade um, Insurance? That commercial played every commercial. Break. Every oh commercial. no, I didn't see it's that. An insurance we actually company. had di- we had like different ones, which oh. made me nostalgic for just kind of like how we used to watch movies TV. on TV. Yeah. Like I don't know that. Well, ironically, it is true. Just this, this would be a well, good. Let me run to the bathroom quick. Like. True. Oh, that actually go. was yeah. healthy. Ironically, though, this is how I've always seen this movie in syndication. So I've never sat down and just seen this movie. Uh, you know, just shout out to play. Kylie Palmer. Now Kylie Hicks. I used to watch it at her house in high school. I, I love this movie. Shout out Kylie. I'm sure she doesn't listen. <laughs> but she Kylie. does. There you go. Uh, it's it's a weed. It's a stoner movie. Uh, granted, I kind of hate sometimes when things lean into the culture and they're like four twenty, brah. But if it's done, but essentially, if it's uh, I don't know an Avatar movie or this, I like it. Or a Friday. It's not even even those movies over the top stoner movies are funny if the people saying the lines are funny, like Seth Green. True. I like when um, in stoner movies they bring out like the the big bong, the piece. The, yeah, that's the some big fun blunt, the, the, big... the big blunt, the cross joint, the the what, what are the ones in fucking half baked? Um, Billy Bob Thornton, Billy Bob, Th- Billy Wesley Bong Thornton. Pipes. This what was this one? Mighty Joe Bong, Mighty Joe Bong. <laughs> Which was you could have thought about that a little longer, made a better one. But you had the boob bong, that was a little fun. The stoner quality, obviously, S- sneaky like, thing, mm-hmm. really fun. Um, physical comedy with the hand. Yeah, the hand does that. I mean, it's the same with like uh, Evil Dead 2 kind of situation. We're like, it's a little gimmicky, but in a fun way. Once it goes to the puppet, like the puppet hand, that's fu- that's so funny. <laughs> that's a good gimmick. <laughs> Just the stupid puppet face. Uh, even when they're when, when Penub and Mac are there as zombies or whatever they are, and he's like, I made that in shot class. It's like, I believe you made the ashtray, but there ain't no way you did this. <laughs> I, yeah, like Wells- 
I arc well. I arc well. Fuck you. Um, I mean, overall, I give this obviously a thumbs up. I like, I mean, we're, this is our spooky season, but it's very Halloween theme. <coughs> They're going to a Halloween dance. There's like, I mean, there's uh, there's fun zombies. If you're being too gimmicks. critical of this movie, you're missing the point. Yeah, it's, it's Halloween-y, it's stonery. Thumbs up from Cameron. I'm glad you said that because I did write down what they say on Rotten Tomatoes. And maybe sometimes I'm a little bit of an asshole when it comes to movies, but I think this is unfair. An uneasy mix of slapstick and gore. Idle Hand lacks the mac, uh, manic energy and comedic inspiration required to pull off its goofy movie. This goofy movie. Well, fuck you then. 15% tomato meter. Get fucked. Okay. Why would you even review it? <laughs> so while we're on reviews, I have this absolutely hilarious review that I'm about to read to you. Let's okay. do it. It's by Mr. SNL. <laughs> so shout out to Mr. SNL. I want to give him the credit. We know you're listening. He wrote, this is a very funny movie from start to finish. It is very interesting how the actors interact with the hand. I notice in films and on TV, the actors sleep with their socks on. I like the way that Devin slept in bare feet and put his bare soles on the table for us to see. They were dirty bare feet, which is also realistic because after walking across the floor, your bare soles do get dusty. I think an added piece of humor would have been if someone popped up and smashed a pie onto Devin's bare feet. <laughs> it, would have been, it would have been interesting to see him react to his bare feet being covered in pie. I also think Seth Green should have been in, bare, in his bare feet in the house. Okay, so this guy's a fetish. This guy's a fetish. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't be Mr. SNL. It should be Mr. Soul. Some, <laughs> Mr. Souls. Mr. And this started talking about the hand gimmicks, right? Initially, I was going to be like, this is the magician writing him. Like, more hand work should be in movies, huh? But uh, we call but, that hand jobs. Well, I guess that... I'm sorry. It went a little NSFW there. Not suitable for work. Uh, you know, could still be the magician. Uh, overall, though, Cameron Jones gives it a thumbs up. I'll give it two bare feet. Give it one nub up. Like no. Post, post car- carterized nub. <laughs> okay. You know, the movie. Uh, let's move on to questions, comments, animosities. Questions, comments, animosities. Does anybody have a big one? Uh, I mean, just to go in sequence of the movie, I like a good scary movie opener, and this has one. Separate from the main plot, you have to have those scares to be like, Bleh, this is what you're getting into. Granted, this was the start of our story, but... It always comes with like a good like song, too, good score. I just think it's it's a great way to introduce the movie, kill off two characters right. Just let you know, we're in it. Yeah. Uh, go on. Even before then, just Fred Willard just looks the same in all his movies. True. He's been dyeing his hair and his face really didn't... He's always kind of looked 50 to 60. But it's he's also... He, he's one of those guys that was introduced to us and a lot of people already older in his 50s. Right. So it's easier to age from 50 to 60 and not... I know like our parents' generation may have known him as a younger man with dark hair, but I've pretty much known him looking like that. That character. That's why when yeah. he died or passed away, I'm like, oh, I guess he was, he was 80. Yeah. He was in his 80s. I'm like, right. shit. Okay, so there's like a scene agree, at the beginning when the parents see the don't look under the bed. Just open question to you guys. You can think about this for a few more comments, but what's the scariest thing you've woken up to? Oh, I know mine. It's very similar. Well, I, I, I told you about the haunting, right? <laughs> your, your Google Home that was like turning on? Well, like it. The devil's hour, 2 a.m. or 3 a.m., whatever it was, our light in our ceiling had, or in our ceiling fan turned on. Just out of nowhere. So I had to check the house out real scared. <laughs> Megan's like, check out the house. And I'm like, but I'm the safety. And <laughs> I do have a scarier one that scared me more than that because that was a little confusing and discombobulating. 
this is um mp3 player or whatever turn i i was hooked up into another room to like your google home mm-hmm. i started playing a video on my phone but it played out in the living room and i'm like <laughs> oh no this is what i feared but i figured it out but Thank my God, my heart not- skips some beats that was scary as shit i've had like a few moments now but i think it's just me it's just me being tired where i'll wake up i'll think nicole's getting ready for work like beside the bed and then i'll kind of like reach out and like wake up more and there's no one there those are those are little creepy. Or it's just me there. Return, it's Mark in the darkness watching me sleep. <laughs> He's like, oh, thank God, it's just Mark. <laughs> no, mine was. Uh, I needed to be work at ten thirty, and I woke up and it was ten forty-five. Oh, <laughs> that's that, that's every day. Ching. <laughs> Uh, okay, so he's a stoner. This is a question, a bit of an animosity. Like, are we, are saying, we talking Anton? Yeah, Anton. Are we saying he doesn't remember killing his parents? He was just too high, or like he was possessed. The hand. I'm just, I mean, there's some devil power. I'm guessing the hand maybe just did it while he was sleeping. But. I'm talking it up as um, possession. Okay, I just Anton. Wasn't, I wasn't sure if he was such Not my a little scooter. <laughs> my little scooter. I wasn't sure if it was he was such a stoner, or if it was a little bit of the devil, a little bit of devil in there, a little magic. Um, I don't know the answer to that. I know that the reason he woke up question, and didn't actually. remember I anything, I didn't think about that, is because he was a stoner. He's like, I don't know where my parents even are. Yeah. They're pretty cavalier about it to the point where I'm like, maybe you should look well, into it, well, even for stoners. Well, which is kind of my follow-up. Like, even if like you are a stoner, like you notice if your parents are missing because you're hiding, and especially in those times, you're very much hiding the weed from but them. So like, at, at the counter of that, he said it almost immediately one day after, like, my parents have been gone for like, Eight hours. Yeah, that's true. He was, I guess, on top of it. I guess more so that he just didn't do anything about it. I guess he didn't know about the killer, though. So, I mean, you know. I might have missed this in the movie. I do have a little question, and maybe you guys are in the weeds. How did... Uh, through Vivica A. Fox's character, we saw the death row guy. He was the last person to be mm-hmm. under the curse. How did he get to Anton? Well, yeah, Is that ever explained? No, I'll just jump it around. You know. But a jump from like Nevada to him? Yeah. Okay. It just found the next just interesting off. point. Interesting point. Found, yeah, the map, that's a big jump. Found the next laziest oh, person. The other thing with uh, Mark brought up a good point. The map, where what are the, what's the penta, Pentagon? Yeah, the, the that's pentagram. That's a Pepe Silvia map if I've ever seen a Pepe <laughs> Silvia map. The, the Pentagon, what was that called? The star, uh, the, the devil star? Yeah, the pentagram. Oh, yeah. You could have done anything with that. She just decided to draw that star. I'm just saying. I love how quickly she did just fight. It's like, so wonky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could, I mean. And then, and then it's the sign of the devil. She does that on everything. Yeah. There's signs everywhere. Um, this, anyway, okay. I was just confused. I didn't know how it got to Anton, but just did. You know, I just did. <laughs> Which is fine. I like this that. This is a stoner movie. You don't have to think. Don't think too hard about no, it. No, I was just actually more curious if I missed it. No, I just got there. Uh, if I smell incense in any situation, I know that person's smoking weed or just smoked weed. I'm just saying he lights incense at the, at the start. Or has smoked weed, at least in their life. In I will li- also exactly. Are, if you are lighting more than one, you ju- you are in the act of smoking weed. You don't, you're, you're I'm sensitive something. to fragrances. Mm-hmm. like they, get, they make me nauseous. So I'd much rather, and you guys can you defend your, your, your people. Okay. As a stoner. Stoners. Thanks. <laughs> I I would uh I w- I would just rather you guys smoke weed and I kind of smell weed. I don't want to smell incense. Yeah, that's cool. Give me a goddamn headache. What about a nice vanilla bean candle? Well, I've been in a situation where the person like we were just trying to cover up the smell, yeah. and all it does is just now it smells like weed, weed and incense, and, yeah, yeah. or yeah. like weed and axe or yeah, weed yeah, and whatever. It's, it's spraying anything over anything. Axe didn't smell cover like sh- up the weed. You just smell like weed and axe. <laughs> yeah, <now>. you're just <laughs> blending you're just, two fragrances together. Right. You're making a new fragrance. But that's that's true though. I mean. Uh, True to the stereotype. I have an animosity in any movie. This one, too. When people take another piece of paper that isn't a joint paper and they roll a joint out of it and they act like that isn't going to 
burn really weird and thick smoke and just be bad. Like black smoke. It, it's a printed it's out like, piece of paper. Well, anything ink with that. ink it's like on a parking it. Ticket, isn't it? Or yeah. it's a yeah. litter ticket. Yeah, so that's not even like real paper. It's like a weird thicker I can last in a rain. It's like computer stock. paper. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it also has like finishing on it to get that ink. It's just gonna it's gonna burn more. Yeah. It's gonna burn purple on the outside and be weird. He might get high off that or, or like not making oregano. I mean just with the, the chemical. I think he reacted. I think it would gag the shit out of you like it did in the movie. There's Turns no out way his hand that. wasn't possessed. He was just fucking trip that's, 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 that's what happens when you trip off nutmeg and oregano like yeah. the ink in the paper <laughs> if you had to smoke an herb what would it be thyme parsley thyme? parsley rosemary something thyme. you know yeah. something yeah. while we're parsley, going to the scarborough sage, fair rosemary and yeah. thyme yeah. parsley sage rosemary and thyme uh this is just like a comment about uh sawa uh he looks crazy eyed a lot his acting technique is uh my mouth's open and my is eyes this, are big is this um it's oh no! It's probably in between. Probably little. Is it, this is probably in between what we've done? Uh, little, sorry, little giants and like Final Destination. Final Destination as well. Ninety nine, right? Yeah. It's oh, even, so it's right then. I think, so I think it's, it's like the be. same time. He looks about the exact same age. <clears throat> he looks similar. He's got an interesting career. This is funny. When we started this podcast, did I think that he'd be one of the actors that we've covered the most? <laughs> no, I didn't. But uh, he's in a weird thing of. He played essentially. In our kids' movies, the boy heartthrob that little girls and little boys fell in love with. Yeah. Uh, and then just grew up to be a normal-looking kid and not that good of an actor and kind of aged out. Yep. Yeah. But having that said, we've done four of his movies. <laughs> <laughs> we pretty much just have now and then. And uh, We should make like a sabermetric sheet of like <laughs> like who we've done the most. <laughs> He's got to be up there now. He's on the board. It's, it's always the surprising B actors. It's like the guy from that thing you do. That like It's these character actors that are just in the background that are popping up in all That's true. But in every movie he's in, it's I don't like it because of him. That's true. Okay. And this is another example. I don't dislike him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. But uh, the reason I like this is... It's not because of him. Almost lastly because of him. Here's kind of a throw one. I'm not going to climb through like a, a garden level window for a dime bag. Although we did. I, I agree with that. Although, you would say you've done that? No, 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 not at all. But we did have a friend who like you got into his house. She's like, you went to the garage door so you didn't have to go through the house. I do respect like another entrance to like a Who's basement that? situation. He had the back cave. Like, you oh, go okay. into the garage oh, yeah. and you could just like sneak Don't get down. me wrong. I get you avoid parents. That. Yeah, yeah, I love you that. You avoid the upstairs. But the, in this movie, Anton's character goes through uh, uh a basement window that has to be just the width of his body. Oh, it's very small. It, it just seems like a hassle. If he doesn't want to hang out with him, just put your hand and be like, hey, toss me a dime bag. <laughs> right. Or like, I'll pay you 20 for 10. Just c- come here, dude. I'm. What does he say? I'm comfy. Yeah. <laughs> if I heard that, I'd be like, comfy. no. Yeah, that's com- such a rude no. phone call. Like, <laughs> like, like, fuck, no. like no, we're not. of course we're not going to smoke you up when you get here. And he gets there and he's like, all right, load me up kind of thing. Like, fuck I'm you. comfy, mom. The milk. <laughs> This is just kind of a comment. I kind of maybe should have put this in favorite aspects, but I love just like in any scary movie, like a whodunit when there's just like a lead up of clues. Granted, this one is like funny with Seth Green and uh, and um and, Under- and Pinuck, like just lo- trying to piece it together. Pinup, Pinup. I did the, I did the same thing you did, <laughs> Huckleberry. Uh, um, but I, I, I like just like any like clue building, like a whodunit thing. Granted, that's only the first half because we. This one was pretty heavy-handed when they showed us that it was Anton. Yeah, but it's funny Well, it's actually more funny to think about, too. All the clues, he's just been, like, around for, like, two days of, like, an eye (laughs) on the ground. Like, a pool of blood, like that knife. Like He's just been around a murder scene and oblivious to it. Well, one played really wide. I I I love that joke, that gag, like, the pothead doesn't recognize what's going on around him. Mm -hmm. The best example is obvious. Sean of the Dead. dead, Just completely nails it. Um, But... 
there's there's this point in this movie when Mac and Penub come back to life. That's a weird, funny twist that we're actually... I haven't yeah. given enough credit. They're just zombies. Yeah. It's, They're just zombies for half the movie. And it's not, nothing other than like, oh, we were going to go to heaven, but we're like, fuck <laughs> it. Yeah, like, fuck it. Like, that's really <laughs> funny. They just... And then you got a, little, a lot of good visual gimmicks from it, you know? Oh. Which, okay, which also gets me to the question, like, how did he get that bottle through without shattering? Like, it, it, it seems like that should just also fall out again, not stay in so good. Just an amazing... Uh, Amazing kill shot without shattering a bottle all over If I saw somebody uh, do that, like for a Halloween costume, like I'd give you a big, like, oh, yeah, like nod or. And that's all they want. That's all they want. They want a little acknowledgement. They want yeah. five of those, maybe 10. Um, I'm going back to Anton not knowing it. He had his parents dead. He would smell it. Yeah, the smell that that is something I thought too. Like you would smell your parents immediately, like a couple hours later, maybe. In fact, Anton's got a problem because he's got I don't know. I mean, he buried his parents. Yeah, what happened to the? I guess that we found the bodies of the other people, and that's why we know they're dead. But his friends, they they've got to smell. Yeah, they're zombies. It was just that day, though. Also, to like, oh the, yeah, they probably were fine. Kind of like on top of like him getting a bottle through like Seth Green's head. Also, amazing that he, the saw got through like his friend's neck. But I guess again, devil powers. I guess devil I, have, I, I, I just want to get to this now. I guess I've lot, I, I've lot, sorry. No. I have a lot of questions about like the hand's power, how much it's dragging him. Like they're struggling against when it's just like a severed hand. Like I guess that's just the devil. That's just what we're summing that up. It's got to. levels. There's levels to this shit. There is a funny line though when uh, when uh, Penub is like, "God, he's got a grip on this fucker." He says something like that. <laughs> I guess it's just funny the difference. It's because there's like a fucking uh, puppet face when he's yeah, saying it's that's like a, a puppet. Yeah. Oh, grip on this fucker. The inconsistencies of when the hand is paying attention and evil is funny. It's yeah. like you can knit. They've got all those gimmicks, but then it, then when it wants to be evil, it's got a mind of its own. Yeah, it's fun. It's a stoner movie. Yeah, I hate the name Anton. That's I want it to be Alton. Is a, is is what? Just Anton. Anytime I hear that, I'm just like, what? 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 Anton. His name is Anton. Anton. A, they say it quite a bit in this movie. Hate it. True. Um, yeah, this might be out of any movie that, except Titanic. If you go back, Titanic's like Jack Rose, Jack Rose. They say it all the time. This might be up there mm. for actually amount of times they say it. So you must have been. It's funny you bring hell. up Leo. Check it out. Tell me this doesn't sound a lot alike. It's it's totally Inception when Leo's yelling Molly no when she's like gonna, when his wife's gonna jump across the building. It's a really scary part of the movie. And, but in this Sawa when when his girlfriend Molly when Jessica Alba's trying to come he's like Molly Anton. don't come in yet Molly his his yell sounds a shit ton. Oh I got gotcha. you. His, his yell sounds a lot like Leo's there actually. Check I can that picture out. it. I got it. Especially because they're both yelling Molly. I think that's a, a lot is that they're yelling Molly. I get it. But listeners go back. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Be careful okay. what you ask for. Okay, animosity question. What's wrong with Jessica Alba, Alba's character that she's so into Anton? Because he's acting weird. Like, it just starts at the beginning when he's bringing the book back. And he's just like, uh, whatever. And, like, runs away from her. And she's like, hey, hey, get back here kind of thing. Weird. Number two, he brings, like, uh, when he's talking about the notebook, he's like, I read your book. When she's, like, offended, he's like, oh, no, don't worry. I, I even memorized a shit ton of them. Weird. And then he, like, recites, like, weird... He's weird or she's weird for the way she's reacting? Both. Well, just the fact that one, he's well, still trying, but like, he's got I'm just, a I'm just, just, hand. Yeah, I'm just setting up the, the, the situations where she should have been weirded out. A lot well, of happens when uh, you're, you're uh, drunk on love. I guess. But like the whole, when he's just in the yard being like, I'm dangerous and like going crazy with his hand, you know, there's a killer on the Sorry loose. Sorry about your bush. Yeah. That whole, <laughs> that whole scene is weird. I guess what you're saying is the scene where Anton goes over and his hand starts making moves on 
Yeah, and she's on, like, I'm into you. You're being aggressive and odd. Yeah, that scene plays really weird in today's climate, for I sure. I think it would just always play weird, though. Uh, the movie is co-written by a woman, so times were different in the 90s. But yeah, there's no way that she should like him. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll just... And Mark said it earlier. You're kinky. I think we can all say we felt uncomfortable there. Okay, <laughs> actually, th- I didn't write down a lot of quotes, but the only quote I really wrote down was the... You're kinky. Because <laughs> that's a line that I always remembered for years of really being annoyed by the delivery. It really I could be wrong, me. and maybe kids still say it. Now, kinky seemed like a bigger word when we were kids. Yeah, no, yeah, like you would use it more, or like it helped heard more, it more I think. I think now you're freaky. I think yeah. I think we switched from, from to kinky. Who am I? To freaky. I'm a 33 year old man. I don't want to be freaky or kinky around <laughs> around uh, the teenagers. I'm done with those days. I'm not done, but I uh, <laughs> I, w- I don't want anybody to say that I'm kinky to me. No problems here. I think why did he looked right at me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why he said. I'm that. happy to make eye contact with me. Um, yeah. So it was weird. Okay. Uh, well, just in, in context with that, the, I, the should, tone of the scene was weird. We should probably just talk in this, and we have to touch on this on a lot of cold classics. But again, there's always like a little bit of misogyny and like homophobia with a lot of these, like st- especially like stoner comedies of the time. <laughs> they just lean into that. So I mean, you have to kind of just. It's. Do, it's do I don't think there's always misogyny. I just think that everything ages. And it's way more misogynistic now. This movie is made in 1999. Yeah, like it was fine at the time, but like it's just another one of these things that, like, if you want to enjoy this, you just have to kind of, I mean, take even just for no. She's like in underwear at the end. Yeah, like what? Like that? Uh, yeah, and like for no well, reason. I mean, her character's just there to be eye candy, essentially. Which yeah. again, uh, this is an unver well, not an unverified, but just a fact. But she was also 17 filming that, so that's kind of also weird that she was so sexualized. But it, she, they are supposed to be high schoolers, so I guess. You should assume that going in. But I mean, look at a movie from the 90s. There's no way if you see a teenage movie in the 80s and 70s where they're not going to use misogynistic language. True. But it, it we know it's there. I mean, there, even as like, early it's, as it's like a, super bad. Yeah, they were still using it there. I mean, you know how you... Well, I, don't, I won't go over the... <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> I won't say it. But yeah, it, things change. We evolve. But it, you know, it doesn't ruin the movie unless it's, you know. No, it's just it's like when we watch all these movies, all of a sudden there'll be one line where we all just go, ooh. Oh. 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 Okay. Who would have known? You know. <laughs> but over, I mean, change for the hopefully, better. Hopefully you can still enjoy the art with that in it and just, you know, see, what, see around it. Yeah. Uh, I would say I don't like, I don't want people to erase that. It's like, well, if you erase that, then people forget that that's how it no, was. No, yeah, don't. I mean, it's stupid. You don't have to celebrate it. Just be able to appreciate the art with the changing times. And but just that's how people that, talked in yeah. high schools in the '90s, and it wasn't great. And it's getting better, hopefully. Okay. Also, about Jessica Alba being a little like too wary. I also thought maybe she is the killer. Maybe she's also killing people because she's like, I'm dangerous too, and I'm crazy. Maybe she is a killer. We could have had a twist, I guess. Twist upon twist. The big I twist liked is that, really- actually. A fun twist. Yeah, they could have a twist where she was killing a side. I don't know. Or but she's again, the other hand. She's the idle hands, not idle hands. Is it called idle hands? Because I always say hands. It's idle hands. It always confuses yeah. me. It's just huh. it should just be. Weird. Well, it moves around to different people. You know, it's just you know you, you know those idle hand people. Um, I, I know that they're supposed to be high school now, kind of, but like I was like, I just had a question there. The movie, like, how old are they supposed to be? Because it almost seems like he's out of like college and just living off his parents' stoner, kind of like with him and his yeah, friends. Yeah, the way they act, it seems like townies, stoners yeah, that stayed like, home. Summer like college break kind of situation, but like so for the fact that they were in high school, I'm like, oh okay. There's actually a funny line when um, 
Anton runs into Vivica A. Fox's character mm-hmm. for the first time in the hall. He's like, if you're a teacher, I can explain my message. <laughs> like he didn't, even, he didn't know she was, she was a teacher. But I don't know. I guess it it allows you to have the dance. It, will, it yeah. gives you some more well, things. Actually, the other funny kind of thing, I guess, in that is just that, uh, oh, what's the rocker's name? Oh, shit. Brandy? No, that's the cop. I think it might be Randy. No, Randy, Randy. Randy's like the uh, The, the, the fact that he's going to the dance, but he's been out of high school for three years. So that's also why I was a little confused. I'm like, is this just a town Halloween dance? Well, I mean, the fucking offspring's going to be there, so. That's true. <laughs> oh, and, awesome. to, and we all know Tom DeLong works at that restaurant in town, so he might pop by. <laughs> what I do like about uh, Tom DeLong's little cameo uh, playing the the drive through window, mm-hmm. if I was at a place and they're like, break time, I'd be like, awesome, not going to ask any questions. <laughs> I don't even know who you are, Somebody but told great. me it was a break. <laughs> true. Um, the Randy character is just your stereotypical douche with a heart of gold. Uh, is that right? I've been working on the Ford. <laughs> Um, do you want to hear a, a, a surprising animosity I have about this movie? What's that? As much as I like it, and it is set at Halloween, and that's why we did it for here, mm-hmm. could have used a lot more decorations. A little I bit. I want over-the-top Halloween decorations. I want graves. So here's, has a decent here's part of it. It's more realistic well, than it would be like, subtle. Which I don't know why they had the dance, but there was like a uh, town-wide curfew of 9 p.m. that they talk about at the beginning. So you didn't get your trick-or-treating. True. You get you a lot didn't. of that taken away. You get a lot of that taken away immediately. From it's really just they should have just house is really just the the, the, the decorations. It shouldn't have been like a known thing that the killer was there. It should have just been like a, your typical Halloween, like this is happening while everybody's mm-hmm. out and about. Yeah, that actually maybe would have made it a little better. I assume that was a budgetary monetary reason. Could have been. Like, don't you think? We're yeah, could, all that. Could have been budgetary, monetary, like you're saying. Jordan's grabbing a white claw. You <laughs> may have caught that in the background. Um, yeah, I assume that that's the only thing that lacked. It would have been nice to see some neighborhood yeah. running if through you saw, the kids. If, if you saw added. a scene of trick or treating, yeah, give a it's hand. A oh, oh yeah, taking away a kid or something. Would have been great. Um, I have an animosity. I love the movie, but uh, it's the scene where they're eating the burrito and it comes out of his neck. It's gross. It's always really, really bothered me. But really I, but in that same scene, I can counter that with a quote I like a lot, and that's when they're putting the burrito in, and Penub like it's after the hand's been in there and like it. exploded, and it's like covered in blood. And Penub goes, "Ew, gross. Maybe we should clean it first. And then Seth Green Mick goes. Hey, yeah, and maybe while we're at it, we'll clean the whole fucking house. This ain't our mess. And he just throws the burrito in. I love that. Like, that line is hilarious. That, in a nutshell, is everything that Seth Green does in the movie. It's just hilarious. Yeah. I said that they're to, still going to 7-Eleven to grab little munchies and whatever. I don't know yeah. where they went. It worked but. out for them, though, that they're going to be the Halloween. But I said to Megan, I'm like, that cadence in the way he said that is, in a nutshell, Seth Green. That's true. If you oh. rewatch the movie or you remember it, watch for, for that scene in the microwave. It's, it's just pure Seth Green in the best way. I have another uh, good Seth Green, or Seth Green moment for you. And the, this is a little bit of an animosity. I mean, I get it. But in every pot movie, there's that moment where like, maybe I should stop smoking so much pot. But I like that Seth Green stops this one in his track. He's like, wait, stop. I don't need the Kevin Costner speech. Let's just go. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. So outside the misogyny and stuff, I'm like, wow, that dated about as much as anything. Yeah, there's a the movie. Kevin there's like a speech. movie thing. He's like, booby, like, like, uh, we'll get it on. Mighty like, Joe uh, Young. Like, there, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of shit that dates there's, it. There's a little bit of dated quotes in there, but I kind of like that more. To go on with his, um, the stoner aspect of this movie, mm-hmm. when Anton's about to save um, Jessica Alba's character at the end, right. Mac, Seth Green's character, is like, Mick. Mick, Seth Green's character, is like, awesome, little Anton time. Yeah. When he thinks he's just smoking weed for himself. 
that they don't give a shit the whole time. Oh, he's like, oh shit, there he goes. Well, there there he goes. Goes. That's what I'm talking about. There's like a bit of a funny turnaround, though, because I feel like the movie starts with them being like, Anton, you need to get your shit together. But as soon as they die, they're like, fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> like, well, we're dead. Uh, they became They were funny alive. But they were funny. They're funny. You're dead. Yeah. They just had better jokes. That's true. Uh, this is any scary movie, any action movie, animosity. And it's when they're like, oh, no, we have to stop this fan. This chair or this shoe in this case will like hold it. But it's like that shoe will hold. But this will tear a body apart in like two seconds and cut through <laughs> right. bone. Like it just what can hold a fan and what can. It just pisses me off in these movies. I get it. It's an action movie. We need the scene. It's yeah, fine. It's unrealistic. But it's, it's fine. But let's find a new gimmick of this can hold for a second than the fan. Well, that's also a fan that held the weight of a human woman and then sucked her up because of a rope, which True. could never happen. <laughs> I mean, again, maybe some devil power in there. It's hard to say. Also, another thing, you would always feel a hand crawling on you. Whenever when someone's like, oh, there's something tickling me. Not if you're, so, oh, I'm so hot. You, you feel that. <laughs> I'm so hot that I feel you. Is it? I, should I be embarrassed that I didn't realize until it was like clearly he was on a sex hotline? Like, I wonder what he's giving his credit card for. In, Honestly, back in the 90s. Well, okay, that's I actually, didn't see it happen. I'm like, oh, I got it. That's I actually a it. really funny scene. It's when like the principal is in his office during the school dance, arguing like with, "I need to speak to your manager." And it turns out he's just card confusion on a sex hotline. That that's actually got I got funny. a good recasting for him. We won't get to it, so I'll just say it now. Michael Keaton really be funny in that role. I was gonna say oh, the guy who plays Homer Simpson. Uh, Dan Castelletti. Yeah, he doesn't get a lot of roles, but yeah, sure. Yeah, that seems nicer. I don't have one right now. That makes sense. It just popped in my head as we were talking. (laughs) Okay, another thing like air vents. Uh, Why are air vents always big enough for two people? I've seen Willy Wonka to know enough about air vents and how. What did you learn from that movie? I don't care how big an air vent is. There is no way that it could hold my weight. No. It would one that metal is it's it's like aluminum. You, I would dent it every knee. <laughs> It'd be the loudest thing you ever. If it could hold my, that's mind. coming down. <laughs> what does he say at the end? Like that thing should have come down a lot slower. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. That was not my fault. <laughs> uh, oh, I guess I kind of kept you hanging at the mo- at the end of the movie. Is Anton gonna die? Come on, Anton. <laughs> Anton, you coming? Uh, Zachary Binks. Uh, that that was kind of. Them coming back as the ghost, too. That was kind of fun, too. <laughs> angels. Angel, well, guardian angels. angels. It would be pretty hard for me not to be mad at Anton for killing me, though. I'm not going to lie. Even though it's the They're pretty the chill hand. about it. Yeah. They, they really just hit him with a shovel and kind of tease him at the beginning. I have a question for you. <laughs> yeah. Penub's sure. character, mm-hmm. his goal is like, listen, we're dead, but we should still go get some girls. Yeah. I'm in favor of it. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's trying to go out with a bang. I don't know what the... I don't know what the dick situation's like. If you can use that, but you know, you know what? Th- th- this is kind of another. Sorry, going back to the scene where there, where his friends are coming back to life with the duct tape. You probably can still use your dick. Yeah, I mean, I'd imagine Rigamortis has got to set in. Sometime. I mean, they're zombies, guys. They're the living dead. There's already some some Halloween magic going on. You, I, I imagine they'll, they'll they'll work it out. But this is kind of another funny, just Seth Green line. It's when <laughs> Anton's like. Buddy, I think I like I killed you. He's like, Well, you hit me on the head really hard. Maybe you just knocked me out. And Anton goes, You think? And Seth Green goes, I fucking know. Now get me out of here. <laughs> uh, I really, okay. So we're, as long as I'm thinking about Seth Green, other moments I really like at the dance when Penub is making out with um, the, the, the girl in the devil, devil outfit. Chick, yeah. yeah. Seth Green is like, That is really disgusting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just super gross. He's like, What? Oh, oh. His disgust is... He plays are very funny. Yes, everybody. And he, most of his lines are, are enjoyable. And Penub's as well. Uh, 
So I'm going to bring up some sort of chip clip argument again, like I did in uh, Twister, but bagel cutters. That's like a oh. that's like a Sky Mall type of type of buy. Also, if anybody has a specific bagel cutter in there, you you know the if somebody has a bagel bagel cutter, and this is no insult to if you guys have what I'm about to say, you've got and this isn't a you've got a chip clip for sure. You got a banana hammock. I've had you put we, your bananas. You no, know, we have banana. owned like banana. I'm talking an actual banana hammock. We have owned banana hammocks and used them as our first house right out of high school in our early college years. We okay, had a, now we I had a banana. Like we had a banana. <laughs> I was saying we but were it's, banana. It's, it's the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you don't need it. It's a luxury, not a luxury. It's item. It's a luxury item. A yeah, chip it's a luxury. Item. Is a luxury item. Also, they just show up in your house. So you don't just have them. You don't go. It's like pens. Who gets? I don't them. know where our banana hammock came from. I did. Probably use came it. with the apartment. It came with the apartment. <laughs> yeah. So did bagel came with the frame chip clips. Anyways, uh, my last one is. Do you want to? Before you get to that, my argument. I've only used a bagel slicer at Continental Breakfasts. Yeah, I've only used it like hotels. hotels. See there, I. No, Fine. that's where they should exist. My problem is not sharp enough. Never sharp enough. Just, Never sharp enough. Just give me a knife. They don't trust their patrons with also, the knife, though. Animosity, almost Anton's reaction. I get it, but like, either have a pre-sliced have bagel pre-cut, yeah. or don't. What do you want from me? This is just denting my bagel. Animosity to Anton's reaction. Thanks. Also, he uses the bagel cutter to try to cut off his arm, and it just dents the de- dents the metal. That still scraped the fuck out of your arm, or like bruised the like. You still went down hard enough to bend like a little sheet of tin. Like ow, ow, ow. yeah, that would be hard to do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of more. <laughs> Panov and, and, and Mick, they go to get the, the first aid kit. Uh, it's just funny. If you were to rank this in these three movies, is it more of a stoner movie, more of a horror movie, or more of like a Halloween movie? Stoner movie. For, I think it's Stoner most, Halloween then. Yeah. I think so. I actually... I kind of I agree I with that. I actually think it's even thir- like 33.3% on, on each category. I like that. I mean, I, because... You're missing the tick, uh, trick or treat, so you, it, there is a lot of stoner stuff, and there is a lot of gore. So it's like I think it's just even thirds for me. And to like piggyback off that point, you could up each one of those percentages to make it. This is a stoner to make movie. it. This is a exactly. Hollywood movie. This is a, a teenage little, flick. Just a little bit more of each category, and it's one of those yeah, categories. It's a nice little a little sprinkling of it. Mm-hmm. A little forgotten gem, I'd like to say. Uh, let's move on to recasting. Recasting. All right, recasting. Uh, how deep did you guys go? I did not do the cops. Okay. Randy, Randy's the, my bottom, the neighbor. Randy's the bottom. All right, yeah. let's just start. Uh, Randy, let's do Randy, Randy. Uh, okay, you said that you and me had the same one. So who'd you have? I'll jinx it. Who'd you say? Who'd you have? Sean William Scott. I obviously. thought about it, I, I, but first I put James Marsden. You know him most recently. I know from, why you did it because the sex drive. Yeah. I didn't have a Randy, but I think I like Jordan's. I, I wanted to give better. Sean William Scott the one. It makes sense. He's just kind of the bully thing. But James Marsden. Here's here's the fun thing with that. Uh, James Marsden. He's like the older brother in the movie Sex Drive, and he's just like a kind of funny bully with like a car again. It's the same thing. Um, check out Sex Drive. Nice little again. Just Seth Green cameo role. True. He plays He's the Amish guy. Amish guy. I, I kind of like that role. The and, guy with the car in the movie. An, and there's another band, like, uh, just another band the cameo. And Fall Out Boy is the band cameo in Sex Drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Pete Wentz. Nice dick. Wow. Yep. That's a funny line in it. Um, okay. So who? Debbie. Let's move on to Debbie. That would be uh, Debbie LaCour, uh, the Vivica A. Fox character. 
I did uh, Aisha Tyler. You know her from Archer and hosting Whose Line Is It Anyway? And that's kind of all I can think of off the, off the top of my head. Yeah, I think she was in Friends. Oh, shit. That's yeah, what and, I know her most the, of. She's I don't really girlfriend. know her that well. Yeah, she was in the reboot of... In the later seasons, she played one of Ross's paleontologist girlfriends. I went Gabrielle Union. Okay. I don't think it's That's, the most inspired. I thought that too. Uh, you know her from Bring It On and most recently as being married to And also as us using her quite often in recasting. I did Regina King. Regina King. Um, she's in Friday, Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Mighty Joe Young, Jerry Maguire. This would have been also a good time. I like her in Southland. Okay, I remember you getting into... Okay, I gotta no, recheck I, out Mighty Joe Young. I know who you're talking about from South... Yeah, really, <laughs> reference a bunch. That's South, uh, that's essentially a just a spin on King Kong, right? Yeah. Just bring up Big Gorilla. Yeah. Well, it's a mighty... It's a little bit... It's a little big gorilla. But it's, it's a bigger than normal gorilla. But it's Daddy baby, it's, it's baby big gorilla. It'll get okay. real big if we think. Baby Kong. Uh, who'd you have for Molly? Uh, the... Jessica uh, Alba Jessica character? Alba character. Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> Okay. Some sort of Daphne type of character from... And that works as kind of a Buffy the Vampire Slayer Scooby, connection, yeah, too. Exactly. I like that. I did a straight grab from Starship Troopers of just someone who, like, it was a female character that wasn't much there, unfortunately, and just someone who was beautiful and a bad actress, and I did Denise Richards. I see where you're coming from, but hear me out. Okay. I think Denise Richards is the worst actress ever, period. <laughs> yeah. And okay. That's fair. Even for this role... That's not developed and essentially just an eye. You can't hear saying you're kinky. She could, but she'd do it worse. <laughs> okay, she'd do it so bad. You're I'd be kinky? like, why? <sighs> okay, she would say you're kinky in the same way she says Anton. Whatever, co- like the, her kinky role. Whenever I hear you, the say way she said kinky Anton, would be, I shiver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she'd be like, you're kinky. Would you and she'd say be it's like, making you feel kinky, Mark? <laughs> would you say it makes you Randy? There you go. From the you know. stop. Um, she would say Anton, like Anton, like I don't know. Anyway, she sucks. Okay. Megan, uh, Megan Fox is who I went. Okay, I think Megan Fox has a lot more skill. I would actually argue she would. Be, She's probably a skill. She'd be way with, better for this role. Yeah. Uh, who do you guys have for Penub? Penub. So I think we should just do them. I I want to say mine as a duo. Okay, then you just no. Should, I'll go. I'll oh, just no, go no. Penub. I'll go Penub. Well, no, 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 no. Let's. Sh- we should probably just do duos. Then, okay, right. Kick it off. Well, I don't have a duo that ever worked together, but my <laughs> Penub I feel great about. Okay, it is. Sorry, my notes closed on me. So I'm going for Penub. Lakeith Stanfield. He plays one of the friends in Atlanta, the Stoner friends, who's not the rapper, but he's just a friend in that, and he's also in Get Out, mm-hmm. the first guy and the person who says Get Out, right. and he's also in that like Thanks for Your Consideration or whatever movie. He is one of the best stoners I've ever seen. Okay, and uh, this one's gonna be weird, That's a but. Pull. Because Seth Reed, Seth Green was a, a character actor for, uh, sorry, a child actor, Mick. I want to see Macaulay Culkin in it. Okay. Just I don't think he got the chance to be as teenage roles. I like he that. Quit, he got burnt out. It would be different. I like that, but I want to argue. I want to counter you with. That I don't other, feel good about that. I want to counter with That'd that. Be like Shia and Disturbia, just like his first, like imagine Macaulay and. Uh, nah, that's a horrible. I want. I want to counter that with just the other Macaulay. I want his brother that was yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll look up his name. Yeah, Karen Macaulay. Yeah, yeah, that's Karen Culkin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I want. That I, guy actually would be way better. He's pretty funny. Okay, for, I also like adding Macaulay Macaulay. Like yeah, adding, I add a Macaulay. The, There's two names like Kieran that. Macaulay. It's um Hulk Hogan. Never said that in my life. It's Hulk Hogan. I say Hulk Hogan. I've never said Hulk Hogan. 
I say Hulk Hogan. I've never said Hulk Hogan in my life. <laughs> I say Hulk Hogan. <laughs> How do you say it? Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Exactly. Actually, hold on. You're in, now you're incepting me because I just said Hulk Hogan. Just uh, uh, the Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I'm getting off this. Okay, for my duo, I did Seth Rogen for my Penub, and then for my Mick, the fast talking, like little wisecracking one, I did Jonah Hill. Okay, so keep, I, keep yeah, it, that would work perfect. Keep it in appetite. You no, know, it's actually group. also weird. They don't really. They're in movies together, but they don't have many scenes where they, they play off together. each other. True. Then they definitely haven't done a, a duo yet. That would be good. I would like that. Hmm. That would have been perfect, but those guys are great. Stone, you know, Star movies. Uh, I think we're that's better than Anton mine. now. Well, you could just no. do another. Can't, Mark, Mark didn't do his. Oh, sorry. You could just do another. Yeah, it's just duos at this point. So you could do, you could do your Michael Sarah, Jonah Hill. You could do your like, Will Ferrell, John C. Riley. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if they were adult? Like he's just friends with two adults. <laughs> just, yeah, adults, or even just like even like kids, like something like just too young. Like these, it's like, essentially a stoner Marty McFly. It's like I'm friends with these two weed dealers down the street. But that's more believable in a small town or like suburban town that you would just hang out with two. Maybe not forty-five year olds, but like thirty, some mid thirty year old townies, or like twenty-three yeah. year olds. Right. He's gonna let me drink here, and he sells me weed. Uh, yeah, I get it. And that would make their line of, "Are you gonna ever find ambition?" Yeah, Anton? really funny. <laughs> Here's my question for you: How does your Anton fit in there? Because I kept it with the Judd Apatow gang. I just made James Franco the lead. I did this inspired by you. I have Dave. Two. I did Dave Franco. Yeah, little Davey Squint Eye Franco. Give us something to Davey. But I also Both did. Franco's as the lead. I kept an appetite thing. thing. I also I have. Know, I'm just, I have Shia LaBeouf as well. Ooh, I here's like why. That. It's I a real like comical. A it's a real uh, physical role. Yeah, and, and I think he would commit. And I just want to say for the podcast publicly, I used to hate him, and it wasn't on him. It was on me. We're similar ages. He ruined. Not he. He didn't ruin. You did a weird Indiana Jones. Up. Yeah, I, I well, like no, what he be, does now. Be, because like we love, and I'm real proud of you. I'm real proud of you, bro. I'm I'm willing to admit there's a lot more. He's funny. He's good. He's talented. Okay. He's weird, and I like his weirdness. <laughs> and I think he'd be really funny in this. And check out if you haven't seen recently, killed. they did a reading of Fast Times at Richmond High, and he plays Capoli or whatever. Spicoli. Spicoli. Really funny. Really funny. Isn't he just like smoking a blunt the whole time? Yeah, I don't know if he's method or not, but I'm pretty sure he's smoking. <laughs> I mean, there is. I assume they're in California where it's legal or whatever. But so yeah, I, I think Shia LaBeouf would be good in the main role. I like that one a lot. Mark, could you have? Uh, f- f- I had Fred Savage. Interesting. I honestly almost thought of Fred Savage, but as Seth Green's character, I was trying to think of teenage kid actors. Hmm, I kind of like that. That's an interesting one. Uh, Can I, I say one thing that I just don't... Just like trying to break out of the, the Wonder Years thing, like doing his... There's some people that just didn't get a breakout, but he would have been good to see. You, you said the Molly sounded like uh, uh, Leo. Just I don't know. There's some like, cadence he had that sound, just reminded me of like, He's Fred a bad Savage. actor. I actually really like uh, Sawa. That is, I actually really like that Shia LaBeouf one. That one won me over. I think that's the winner for me. Hear me out. I got a weird one. I don't want it for the whole movie, but I want all the stuff for the hand. Mm-hmm. You're doing that. Mm-hmm. I just want to see what Jim Carrey would do with it. <laughs> okay, just those parts where it's all hand stuff. I want to. I want to add on to yours. It is just the hand, but it's still Jim Carrey just wearing like a spandex suit. We still see him in the show. Okay, then yeah, I'd like to see the hand be Jim Carrey. No, no disrespect to the that. behind the scenes. Would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's everybody. Should we move on? Best dad. 
All right, welcome to Best Death. We are in our spooky Halloween season. Uh, this one, it's it's, it's not as much of a scary movie. It's spooky. a funnier one, but it does still have some gory deaths in it. Um, does anyone have one in particular they they want to start off with? Yeah, without- I have a worse one in mind, but we'll get there. So, my best one is going to go the table saw <laughs> throw up the stairs to decapitate. Pinup. You know what? I would actually maybe give that one too. It has the joke built in with the cool with cool. the head going down. Yeah, uh, that that one's that one's my favorite. You don't really see the bottle going into the head. I guess you don't really see the saw. You don't really see a lot of the kills that much in this one. But they do give you a lot of gore and a lot of blood. That's a lot true. of blood, lot not of blood. a lot of visualization. Um, best death. I'm a man of simple pleasures. It's misogynistic, but the boob scene. Okay, that's it. Horror movie boobs. I know it's not cool. This is the most Halloweenist of the whole. You shouldn't movie. objectify women, but as long as boobs are out, I liked them. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I'm sorry. You know the 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 devil getting yanked up into the ceiling. I can't remember the other girl's name right now. Tanya. Tanya getting Tanya's yanked up in the good. ceiling. That's she, like that was a good rewarding. One. The parents like death reveal. Their reveal is good, but the deaths themselves kind of aren't. The whole the whole scene and like the the suspense of their deaths is nice, but like. There aren't actually. There I would aren't, say it's Anton. Or sorry, it's Mac and Penub. You know, the or mom, Mick and Penub. Yeah, those ones, those are the fun ones to watch. Uh, Least favorite one for me, uh, fucking Anton at the end. He just dropped yeah. a car and he's just dead at the end. What the fuck? Hey, he chose to kick it with Jessica Alba. So technically, true. Technically he did, didn't he die. said, "Fuck it, I'm going back." Sorry, I'm gonna. It's another funny Seth Seth uh, Seth Green moment. When the hand gets stabbed through him, he's like, that's it? <laughs> it just poof? No explosions? No hellfire? He's like, whatever. I'm just thinking it was kind of weak. I, that good was one. good. <laughs> because of that line, maybe that's my favorite death. I mean, but all, like, the parents' suspense, like, the whole buildup of their death is nice. You don't really see it. The the, the friends dying is the best whole moment, because, I mean, it's the most involved death we get, I think. I would say the worst death. I don't even remember how the cops die. They get stabbed. Oh, yeah. Actually, thinking knitting, about all the deaths, needle. like, makes the parents one more funny, because just Fred Willard is like... What? Yeah, the cornucopia. Like it just like just being Fred Willard. I guess theirs was the best reveal. Yeah, but their death didn't. All right, so there's best death. Yeah, moving on to Halloween breakdown. Halloween breakdown. Looking for nothing all the wrong places. Uh, uh, to find out, <laughs> 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 he was singing. I was like, actually, it was cute. You got Penub, right? Uh, to find to finish out the week, uh, we're gonna just do the most Halloweeny moment in the movie. We might stick this just at the end of all of these during our month. The of October. biggest Halloweener. Uh, it's gotta for, be the dance. Yeah, it's probably the dance. But you know, I would almost say for me, it's almost the scene when you just see uh, Mick and Penub walking like from. Penup's house over to his and like just the head like the he- the head and like the hand it almost seems like trick-or-treating we're saying what, what like- gives you the most halloween feels yeah. from the movie is that right mm-hmm. uh the jack-o'-lanterns it's it's a little weak i don't think this is the strongest thing but the jack-o'-lanterns when the parents fall out of that feels like the most halloween-esque moment the, the decorations in in his house i agree in anton's house and like the reveal of the parents again earlier i split this into uh three categories stoner horror and halloween and I think is a right mixture for a good movie, not, but like, a not too enough. much Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Like it's the dance; it would have to be. I think you the know, dance. One There's no I, trick or treating. One thing I really appreciate, even like if it's kind of a joke th- reveal, they still have that like scream, like like noise with like the pop ups though. Like the, the the sounds are very. Do you know right. one thing that alone could have made it feel more like a Halloween movie? Just any amount of fog. 
That's there, there is one at the beginning. It's when he meets the cops and there's that smoke and he's going through the oh, alley. Yeah, that's for me, it's any amount of tricks, actually, any amount of treats. Th- that scene actually is true, very stereotypical. Just like the lead up, like a scary daytime scene in a Halloween movie. You always right. have that misty moment. And they actually did have that. I'd actually throw that in there as a high contender. Okay. Okay. So the jury's out. It's a mixed bag. It's pro- I mean, in any movie, it's probably going to be the themed Halloween dance. All we did is muddy the waters. Thanks for listening and joining us on our start to our spooky Halloween season. <laughs> uh, we're going <laughs> to... No, no. That sounded like... <laughs> that, sounded like Tim Curry. <laughs> that sounded like a robust... No, like... That sounded like Tim Curry. That sounded like, don't make me laugh. <laughs> I'm like the pebble and the penguin kind of shit. <laughs> There you go. Well, thanks for checking out our check checking out the start of our Halloween season. Uh, we're gonna keep things light next with Paranorman, so make sure to check that out in advance to follow along. As always, if you like what you heard, make sure to like, subscribe, or review on your favorite podcast app. Uh, you can follow us on Cult Classics Pod on social media, and you can email any of your movie requests to cultclassicspodcast at gmail.com. Keep it spooky out there, and uh, we'll uh, check you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.